0: Oh, I need hear some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. I just want to sit on the beach. This is supposed to be a happy occasion. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today, since we're in the dog days of summer as I record this, it's time to talk about vacations again. I've talked about vacations several times on the podcast, talked about my childhood vacations. There's still more we haven't gotten to, so I'm sure we'll be getting back to that in the future. But today I wanted to talk about the concept of vacations and some of the things I've learned over the years planning vacations. Since I've been around for a while, I've taken a few vacations. And one of the things that I've discovered is people don't always plan their vacations very well they don't do a good job taking vacations. So I thought I'd share some gamer dude advice on taking a good vacation. Now I'm going to preface this by saying my view on vacations is a little different now because of COVID. COVID has changed so much in the world. I used to love planning vacations. I used to love taking vacations. I looked forward to vacations. I look forward to the concept of getting away from it all, putting everything behind you, finding someplace new to explore, or going to some place that you've been to before and enjoying it once again, and discovering some things that you didn't know about it. I love the idea of vacations, and I love traveling, and I love going to different places. But since the pandemic, I have been so concerned about going to different places. Even if I could go places, I'm not sure that I'd want to. Because while I'm totally vaccinated, I have concerns about so many other people. I have trust issues. What can I tell you? There's a t-shirt out there that I was going to get for myself. It says, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still wearing my mask because I have trust issues. And y'all are nasty. And that's why I'm concerned about taking a vacation these days. We haven't been away overnight anywhere in over 18 months. We had a vacation planned just before the pandemic hit. We were supposed to go away in April of 2020, and we didn't. We had to cancel it. And we haven't rescheduled it. And we haven't rescheduled anything. And I only recently rescheduled an overnight trip coming up in September. But that's only going to be one overnight. And Mrs. Gamerdude and I are still thinking about it. We're planning on going. But now with the new variants and the explosion in cases that's reoccurring, which they predicted, by the way, we're going to play it by ear as September gets closer. But this isn't an episode about COVID. I'm just telling you my concerns about vacations now in the current environment. I know there's still people going out and planning trips. I know there's people flying. I know there's people driving. I know people are getting away. And don't get me wrong, I need to get away. Believe me, I need to get away. And that's what vacations are about, getting away. A vacation is supposed to be your break from whatever is going on in your world. We all work so hard. We all have those 40-hour weeks, 50-hour weeks, 60-hour weeks. We all have the drudgery of our everyday existence, having to work for a living. We need those vacations. We need to get away. We need to recharge. The human body, the human brain, it needs a break. That's why when I was a kid, my dad took two weeks off at the end of August. And he unplugged, distanced himself from everything, and just checked out for two weeks. I mean, we as kids, we didn't know. It was two weeks away. That was fine. But dad needed that. He had other days off during the year. But he blocked two weeks off at the end of August every single year. And he came back from that two weeks off in a much better mood, feeling better about life. He was always perkier after vacation. And that's what the vacation is supposed to do. It's supposed to recharge you. Now, I've only taken one two-week vacation in my life as an adult. Because of the kind of jobs that I've had over the years, getting two weeks in a row off, that's like a pipe dream. Two weeks in a row? Are you crazy? So my vacations have generally been one week, which is enough. I take a couple of one-week vacations during the course of the year, and that's enough. It has to be. You have to make it enough. But that's why the break part of a vacation is so important. You have to stop working. And that's the number one tip that I'm going to give you for taking a vacation, is make sure that it is actually a vacation, that you're not working. I know people take working vacations. They take work with them. They take their work laptop with them. They take a little work they'll do during the evenings. I mean, if that's your existence, if that's your work habit, if that makes you happy, I guess go ahead and keep doing that. But that's not a vacation. Continuing to work while you're away from work is not a vacation. A vacation should be you checking out, stopping what you're doing. It's a trite phrase. It's an old phrase. But stopping to smell the roses is important. That's what your vacation should be. Stop and smell the roses. Take a minute. Reconnect with your family. Or if you're by yourself, reconnect with yourself. Find and do things that make you happy inside. That's what a vacation is about. Go to Niagara Falls. Watch the beautiful river. See the beautiful falls. Experience the environment. Experience the wonder of nature. Whatever but go see and do things that clear your head and separate you from things that could otherwise bring you down, like mountains of work. Go to Yosemite. Go to the Grand Canyon. Go somewhere. See something. That's what a vacation is supposed to be about. One of my bosses years ago was one of those working vacation guys. He was a great guy. I love him. I learned a lot from him. Really hard worker, but he was one of those old school guys where he would take a vacation, but be on call. And if the boss needed him... He would drop everything and go back to work. And I remember a story he told. He was away at the beach with his family and he got a call like the second day of vacation. And his boss told him, I need you back here to do X, Y, and Z. And he said, well, I'm on vacation with my family. And the boss said, well, tell them you'll be back soon. And my boss left. He went back to the office. He went back and did what the boss wanted him to do. Now, I don't know if it's something that could have waited for a week. I don't know if it's something that somebody else in the office could have done in his absence. But that's one of those dirty little tricks that some bosses play. They guilt you into doing things that you wouldn't otherwise want to do. Or they put your job on the line to make you do things when you're supposed to be on your time. I learned from my dad, you don't put up with that. You don't do that. If they don't respect your time, then they don't respect you. And so maybe you need to rethink your employment situation. And that's why the number one tip for a good vacation is making sure you can check out. You need to check out a work. You need to not have to worry about it. And the reason for that is when you get back, you'll be ready, refreshed, renewed, and able to start with a better perspective. So keeping in mind that overarching purpose of the vacation, checking out, how do you decide where to go on vacation? Well, a lot of people already know where they want to go. They have a regular place they'd like to go, or they always want to go to the beach or the lake or the mountains, whatever your pleasure is. I just need to get away to the mountains. And that's fine. Having a general idea of where you want to go, that's fine. You should. But a good vacation takes planning. You want to plan way ahead. You don't want to try to plan a good vacation a week or even a month before you're ready to go. You need to plan the time off from work, of course. But you need to plan the location as well for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons, of course, is travel arrangements. You want to know how you're going to get there. Is it someplace you have to fly to? Is it someplace you want to drive to? Either way, you have to plan. You got to buy airline tickets if it's an airline trip. You want to make sure the car's in shape if it's a car trip. But you got to plan for that. And another reason is so you can prepare yourself for where you're going to be. It's not enough to just say, let's go to the beach. If you're going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, you want to know where Myrtle Beach is. That's a good place to start. Okay, it's in South Carolina. Well, you need a few more specifics. Can I fly to get there? Can I drive to get there? How do I want to get there? You need to plan this stuff. And then you want to know where you're going to stay. Now, over the years, I've stayed in hotels. I don't mind hotels. I don't mind motels. They're good. They're fun. But even before COVID, I was not always a fan of hotels. I mean, you never know who else is going to be in the hotel. Are they having a convention that weekend? Is it a super kid-friendly place where the kids are going to be running all over the place all of the time? Is there going to be a bachelor party there that weekend? That'll be fun. By the way, those are all questions you can ask if you call the hotel, if you're booking a hotel. You can ask them, any conventions planned this weekend? That's something you might want to know the answer to. So one of the things that I've started doing over the past few years is booking individual cottages or condos or various apartment-type rentals through a place called VRBO, Vacation Rental by Owner. I think they're owned now by Airbnb. They're a separate company but part of Airbnb. Now, Airbnb, VRBO, it's not without risk. You have to do your research, and I'm a big one on doing research for vacation destinations, But I highly recommend one of these alternatives to going to a hotel or a motel. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, privacy. When you're renting your own vacation cottage, your own vacation condo, your own vacation apartment, you really don't have to worry about all the other vacationers. You don't have to worry about if there's a lot of kids floating around. You don't have to worry about how many crazy people are in the pool or the hot tub. You have control over your environment. And that's especially important if you have kids of your own, too. Another reason for the VRBO is the price. If you price it out, when you go to a hotel and you price out a week's stay at a hotel, and then you go on a site like VRBO and you price out a week's stay at a condo, nine times out of ten, the condo is significantly less expensive. That cottage off the back of the farmhouse, it might be 25 to 50% less expensive than a hotel in the same town. Now, obviously, you want to check into it. You want to make sure that the condo has a kitchen, that it's relatively close to a supermarket, that there's restaurants nearby where you can go eat. But that's what I mean about researching, planning your trip. You want to know where you're going. You want to know what it's near. You want to know what's near it so that you can find a good location, whether it's a hotel or a VRBO. Now, let's say you go with VRBO. Let's say you find a condo that you really, really like. You want to make sure that it's a reputable person. And this is why I read reviews. That's the nice thing about VRBO. They list who the owner is. If it's an individual, they actually post their picture and their contact information. They also have a review section. You can read the reviews. I've never rented a property through VRBO that doesn't have reviews. And I've never rented a property that doesn't have at least a 4.5 out of 5 star review. And it's even better if there are multiple reviews and repeat reviews. You know, the reviewer who comes back. This is our third year. We love it here. Those are the kind of reviews you want to look for. Now, over the years, when the kids were still coming with us on vacations, I would find three or four bedroom condos on VRBO. And then I'd check the owner and I'd check the reviews. And when you rent through VRBO, you have an email exchange. And you can get a feel for the person on the other end just by the tone and tenor of their emails. And if they exchange emails with you and they're receptive to your questions, you know that's somebody you can deal with. And if there's a problem, it'll get fixed. Now, don't get me wrong. I like hotels, too. Mrs. Gamerdude and I have stayed at some nice hotels and some cheap hotels. We found a really nice hotel a few years back in Treasure Island, Florida. It was right on the beach. It was really nice with a restaurant right there. Easy access to everything. And that hotel experience was really good. But we've also booked a condo right on the beach. That was in Wildwood, New Jersey a few years ago. We found a great three-bedroom condo right on the beach, significantly less expensive than any of the hotels in the same area, restaurants nearby, parking right there. So you can find what you're looking for either with hotels or with VRBO. You just have to do the research. And that's my point. If you're planning a vacation, you want to have a good time, you have to plan ahead. Now, I'm talking to you as a guy who likes to plan summer vacations. I know people take winter vacations, too. People take fall vacations and spring vacations. And I've done those. I've traveled at different times of the year. I've gone down to Florida in the wintertime just to get away from the cold. I've gone away in the fall because it's actually less expensive and less crowded to take a fall vacation than it is to take a summer vacation. And that kind of brings me to my next point. Know when you want to go. If you're planning that vacation, you want to know when you're going to go. Because there's a huge difference in airfare prices and rental prices between the last week of August and the second week of September. And that can make a huge difference in where you can afford to stay and what you can afford to do. And that timing thing also applies to not just a vacation to the beach or to the lake or to the mountains, but if you're going to someplace like Universal or Disney World. When you go makes a huge difference. And yes, I'm going to show off my research because I've done this for years. The best times to go to Disney World are in mid to late September, right after school starts, because all the kids are back in school, or that week after Thanksgiving to about the second week of December, or the week after Martin Luther King Day in January to about the end of February, not counting Valentine's Day. Yes, I've dug that deeply into it. I know when the times are to go to the amusement parks because they give you discounts on hotels, because those are off-season times for the parks. Families like to go during the summer. Families like to go during Christmas. Families like to go over the holidays. Spring break fills up. So you pick the times that fall between those high volume times at the amusement parks. Now, I've been to Disney World, for instance, at the high point of the season in the middle of the summer. There are a lot of complicated reasons for why we went then. I won't bore you with them, but I did go in the height of the summer. And the place is crazy. Not only is it hot as hell, but it's crowded as hell. I have also been to Disney World in the middle of January, and it is so much nicer. Less crowded, warm compared to being up in the Northeast, and cheaper. Much cheaper. So knowing when to go where you're going, super important. But that's why you want to plan. You want to take advantage of discounts. You want to take advantage of low rates. You want to take advantage of the fact that fewer people are there. For me, that makes the trip better. Oh, good. It's not a madhouse. People aren't elbow to elbow in every line. I don't have to wait three hours for a ride. The same applies to a beach town if you're just going to Ocean City, Maryland. Certain weeks, you're going to be waiting for an hour to get into a restaurant. Other weeks, they'll be beckoning you in the door. Please, come in and eat. So knowing when to go and planning it so that you can take advantage of these low seasons makes a huge difference in how good your vacation can be. Now, obviously, you have to make some allowances if you're taking a ski vacation, for instance. You're not booking a ski trip to Aspen in July. But it might be cheaper to go the first week of December as opposed to Christmas week in December. It might be cheaper to go the third week of January than for Valentine's Day. These are all things you should factor into your decision making when you're planning your vacations, whatever it is. The next tip I want to give you for vacations is have a plan. Know what you want to do. For instance, if you're going to an amusement park, if you're going to Disney World, if you're going to Universal and you're taking a week, you want to know what you're going to be doing each of the days that you're away. Now, Universal, you don't need a week to do Universal. And when I say do Universal, see everything in the parks. You can do Universal in about three days. You don't have to do it in three consecutive days, but you need about three days to hit pretty much everything at Universal. For Disney, four parks, four days minimum, if you want to see everything in each of the parks. And the thing is, if you go to an amusement park and you really, really like it, or you want to spend a couple of days at Hollywood Studios at Disney, you got to factor that into both the tickets that you buy, and how much time you're going to spend at the parks. You got to plan it out. Now, if you're just going to the beach and all you want to do is sit on the beach, you don't really need to plan that too much. With my dad, it was just, we're here, we're going to the beach. And that's what we did. But we also had rainy day activities too, because there's going to be rain. Expect rain for one day, at least on your vacation. If you're really unlucky and you get trapped in the room for five days, you'll have to make it up as you go along. But you do have to plan for at least a day of something else besides sitting on the beach or going to the amusement park. So that's why I say have a plan. That's why I research destinations. If we're in Orlando, what else is there to do in Orlando? If we're in Myrtle Beach, what else is there to do at Myrtle Beach? Is there a mall? Is there a museum? Is there an antiques mall? Is there a farmer's market? Is there a waterfront we can walk along? Because a lot of times finding these little things that are not the beach or not the amusement park, they can lead to great moments or great memories about a vacation that would have just been sitting on the beach. Mrs. Gamerdude and I have found some amazing antique malls, amazing gift shops, incredible little markets just by going off the beaten path. Oh, let's go to this town near Ocean City and see what's there. One of our non-beach days was just drive around and see what's out there. It doesn't have to be a more firm plan than that. Just drive around and see what's out there. In Ocean City, for instance, let's drive to Salisbury, Maryland. Let's see what's there. And we did. Some nice little shops, some fun shopping. It was a great little day away from the beach, away from the boardwalk, but something different and something that we wouldn't have ordinarily done. And let's say the vacation is, let's just get away from it all. I just want to do nothing. You know, there's ways you can expand on that too. And I'm just going to go back to Ocean City, Maryland because I've been there a few times. I enjoy Ocean City, Maryland. But this would apply to any town Myrtle Beach, Savannah, San Diego, San Francisco. If you want nothing to do where it's just all about doing nothing, look up a spa. Not one of those massage parlors in the strip mall. Not that kind of spa, but like a real spa. Or if you're staying at a hotel with a spa, go get a massage. Go sit in the hot tub. Go sit in the sauna. Go indulge yourself just a little bit. Do something that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Sit in the sauna, dip in the pool, sit in the hot tub, get a massage. Now there's an afternoon, right? That's something you wouldn't ordinarily do. That's what the vacation is for. Go do something to take care of you that you wouldn't ordinarily do. The other thing to think about, whether it's a beach vacation, whether it's going to the amusement park, whatever it is, find something fun, exciting, different, unique that you haven't done before. If you've planned a vacation, you have six months to save up for something a little special. Do you want to rent a boat for the afternoon and go fishing? Do you want to go bungee jumping? Do you want to go parasailing? Do you want to go hiking up the mountain? Do you want to go whitewater rafting down the river? If it's a ski vacation, have you ever tried snowboarding? Spend an afternoon with snowboarding lessons. Just find something different that you wouldn't ordinarily do. Just to try it. But that goes back to what I said at the beginning. Research where you're going. Find out what's there. Yes, find the stuff that you definitely want to do. Make sure you have your theme park tickets. Make sure you have your spa reservation. But also, see what cool things there are. On one of our vacations, Mrs. Gamer and I drove from Miami to Key West. And we took our time. We actually booked a condo halfway down. And that was our home base. So we were able to explore the Keys. But one of the things that we saw to do was walk the Seven Mile Bridge. The old, original bridge that they had down there in the Keys. And so we made time to go do that. It was just something to see, something different. But we parked the car, got out of the car, and just got to stand on this amazing construction in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It was amazing. It was incredible. It was not anything that I ever thought that I'd see. But I saw that it was a thing, and we did it. One of the other things we did on that trip, I knew that Route 1 goes from Florida to Maine. And down in Key West, there's Mile Marker Zero. That's where Route 1 starts. Now, this is obviously particular to me. This is my kind of cool thing to do. Not everybody's going to enjoy this the way I did. But I said to Mrs. Gamerdude, we've got to find mile marker zero. And so we did. That was one of our goals on that trip. We had to find mile marker zero where route one starts. And we have pictures of us standing at mile marker zero. That was a cool thing for me. And that's what I mean. Find something that's different. Find something that's exciting to you whether it's finding mile marker zero or bungee jumping off of a bridge. That's going to make a vacation memorable and fun. And that's what vacations are supposed to be about. The memories that I have from vacations as a kid, even though we went to the same spot many, many times, she Virginia for those who don't remember. I remember stopping and petting the ponies. I remember going through the wildlife refuge. I remember walking up to the lighthouse on Assateague Island. I even remember driving to an arcade in Ocean City, Maryland one time. That was one of our rainy day activities when I was a kid. These were things that were memories that stuck out for me and that I've held on to all of these years later. And that's what you want to do on your vacation. You want to have these memories, these moments that you can go back to and go, oh, remember when we did that? That's what makes vacations fun. The last tip I want to give you for your vacation is this. Disconnect. I'm not saying leave the cell phone home, but I am saying disconnect. Make it a point not to check Twitter, not to check Instagram, Not to check in with work. Maybe you check your emails to make sure you let mom and dad know you made it safely. Maybe you send them an email every couple of days just to let them know that you're still alive. But otherwise, disconnect. Enjoy where you are. Remove yourself from all of the stress of your everyday world. And believe me, keeping up with Twitter, keeping up with Instagram, keeping up with emails, even if they're just personal emails, that can be draining and that can put pressure on you. So disconnect. I mean, you'll need your cell phone anyway. In case the family does separate things, or in case your spouse or significant other goes one place and you go another, you obviously want to stay in touch. But don't worry about keeping up with Instagram. Don't worry about keeping up with Twitter. It'll be there when you get back. Take a week off from everything. Taking a week off from everything is what a vacation is supposed to be about. And when you do that, and when you do it well, you'll come back refreshed, feeling better, and ready to take on the world again. That's what a good vacation is supposed to do for you. Now, I know my tips aren't for everybody. I know not everybody likes to sit down and research the crap out of everything. I happen to do that because I like to do that. But even if you take just a few of these tips about vacations and apply them to what you do for yourself, I think your vacations will be better. I think having a plan knowing where you're going, doing what you want to do, and taking time for yourself, those are the key elements of any good vacation. And if you do that and you do it right, you don't even have to thank me for these tips. Just enjoy your life and enjoy your vacation. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're listening on your vacation, I hope you're having a good one. Either way, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of things. As always, I can't express my appreciation enough for all of you for taking the time to be here. Until next time, you guys take care of yourself, and I'll see you when I see you.